I'm your host, Fraser Bailey, and welcome to the VegUp Podcast, where we talk mindset, psychology, plant-based nutrition, lifestyle, and big dreams. So if you want to get your head in the game, level up, and become the best version of you, listen in. Let's go. How to cultivate the courage to share your message with the world. Guys, what is up? Today's episode is going to be a mindset one. And I want to talk all about how to have courage to share your truth and share your views and perspectives on things with the world. Even when you know some people won't understand. Even when you know some people won't approve. And cancel culture might come for you. The woke ideology might come for you and people might have issues with things that you say. And how do you react to that? How do you move through that? How do you reframe that? And how do you continue to grow in confidence to share your authentic self? And part of the reason why I'm sharing this episode with you is in reflection of episode 51 that of, of season three, where I talk intimately and deeply about everything regarding COVID and vaccines and the mandates and what we're doing to get our house in order and just, you know, prepare and pivot and position ourselves in the best way possible. And the predominant feedback was, was very positive. Yet, as always, whenever you put a perspective out there into the world, you're always going to have people who don't understand or they misinterpret things you say, or they just don't resonate with something you say. And that just is what it is. And this has been a big challenge for me because as someone who came from this people pleasing background and especially not liking conflict, I don't like conflict because it mentally drains me. I don't like conflict because it takes time away from spending time with my family and being productive and helping my students and all these other things. So for that reason, you know, conflict avoidance, it just festers and it it becomes this malignant thing, right? So that's why I'm telling you about this because I had people that had a problem with what I said in, in different areas. And that's just a given. It's just a given that there will be people who will, will not understand my perspective or they just won't agree with it. And that's okay. Like I'm not here to try and convince anyone anymore of anything. And that's what I was doing for too long. For too long, I would hide or hold back aspects of who I was because I didn't want to deal with the conflict. And I want to talk about what happened as a byproduct of holding back those aspects of yourself. So the first thing that I want to touch on was I was having a conversation with one of my my friends and they said something to me that really resonated. They said, your, your stand is your brand. Your stand is your brand. And that really st- struck with me from this perspective of what do I stand for? 
what am I seeing in the world? How have I evolved and changed as a person, as a father, as a husband, as a vegan over the years? And I have changed a lot. And I don't need permission from you or anyone else to, to do that. And nor should you want permission from anyone else to em embrace your change. And so for me, over the years, especially becoming a father, um, especially since COVID, I've become a lot more aware of potentially where I feel like we're heading in the world. And, you know, one of the things, you know, a lot of vegans struggle, for example, with, with gun ownership. They don't like the idea of guns at all. And I understand that because fundamentally guns are used for violence. It's not something that is nice to think about at all. But I had this instance when Zia was about six months old and we were traveling in the RV and we had to stop at this emergency stop place because we were having issues with, with our RV. And so it wasn't a planned stop and we were in the middle of nowhere, literally in the middle of nowhere. And we pull in and it was just myself, Lauren and Zia. And there was, it was very, it was a very shifty, shady place. There was, there was a strange shirtless guy sitting on the porch of his, the, the front of his RV. It just, there was just this vibe about drugs. It just gave me a very strange vibe. And in that moment, I realized, holy crap. Like if something was to happen right now, there's no way I can defend my family. There's no way I can defend my family. And that scared me, knowing that for that first time, that's when that entered my head. It had never, I'd, it was not something I'd ever thought about before that time. And that was what propelled me to learn about firearms and get some. And when I shared that, that upset some people. And I am not going to apologize for that. Adamantly not going to apologize. I'm not going to apologize for wanting to protect my family, period. And so this is who I am. And part of the problem is that because I hadn't shared some of these things, people think they know me and they project all these ideas and all these philosophies onto me and they fill in the blanks consciously or unconsciously of who I am. And so all of a sudden, when I don't meet their criteria or expectation, there's this expectation gap where they're disappointed or they're shocked or something else. And it's like, no, this is just me. This is all of me. This is me being one part spiritual and one part warrior, knowing that, yeah, I want to live in peace and I want to live in a, in a rural setting so I can have a beautiful garden and an orchard and have room for Zia to run and to not be in a city setting where we're controlled by lockdowns and mandates and I can just live my life as, as I want peacefully, quietly and have that protection knowing that I could be miles and miles and miles from any help and having that peace of mind. And I will never apologize for that. And that's just who I am. And so you guys have got to understand that I don't put on an act here. I'm not, it's not like I'm all of a sudden not this spiritual person and not this person who believes in empathy and not this person who is an ethical vegan. I'm still those things. 
I'm just other things as well. And so you need to be able to entertain this idea of polarity and dichotomy and recognize that we don't have to fit some preconceived mold. And that's one of the issues that we have in society today is that people will put you in this bucket, they'll pigeonhole you. And it's usually an unconscious thing where if they, if you, if you don't meet the criteria of that pigeonhole, all of a sudden they're shocked and horrified by something you said. And that's just me. That's just what I'm sharing you, what I see and what I do. And so the first thing you've got to ask yourself, guys, is what do you stand for? Like what, what motivates you? What gets you up each day? What inspires you? But what do you stand for? What fires you up? What pisses you off? All of those things. You don't have to just pick one. What pisses you off, but what inspires you as well? And find that fire and that fuel. Part of what got me motivated to do season three was I was getting pissed off that I, I, I was unable to express all these things that I feel. And I was worried that I was going to get canceled and judged. And I have. And you know what? It's okay. <clears throat> it's okay. Because one of the things that I realized, <clears throat> sorry, after talking to my friend, is that when you speak, you get people off neutrality. You get people off sitting on the fence about you. And usually when you have a lot of people around you that are just neutral or just sitting on the fence about you, it's because you're a pasteurized, homogenized version of yourself. You're being a diluted version of yourself. You're diluting yourself down because you're too, you're too much of a stiff drink for the next guy or gal. And so you're diminishing your own ability to just be authentic with yourself. And when he said that, and he said, look, when you speak your truth, you're going to get people off neutrality. You're either going to, you're going to attract them or you're going to repel them, but you're going to create polarity. There's going to be no more neutrality. There's going to be polarity. And I'll be honest with you. I've avoided polarity my whole life. My whole life, guys, since the inception of VegUp, even before it was VegUp and it was Evolving Alpha, before it was that, it was Plant Strong Fitness, before it was that, it was our Bailey, the, the Bailey body. Way back when, I've avoided polarity forever because I didn't like that discomfort of knowing that I could be disliked or knowing that I would be judged or knowing that people would disprove of me or think less of me and what would happen was I would just get more and more frustrated with myself I would just get more and more of this internal frustration that I really wanted to say things but then I would be constantly biting my tongue and trying to find the right way to say it as to not upset everyone and step on everyone's toes because you know we live in this world of snowflakes and all these people who are so sensitive about everything that we can't even have a conversation about anything anymore and and or we can't learn to have relationships whether it be working coaching like a student a coach relationship or a friendship and maybe disagree with certain things that's a big one is that in this day and age it's almost like if you don't agree with every single thing someone values and says 
you can't work with them you can't be friends with them you you can't do anything with them and that to me creates this this echo chamber and then we just live in these echo chambers where we don't get exposed to any opposing views or thoughts at all and so we never understand what's going on in other people's heads and we can never meet them where they are and so that's why i'm doing this episode guys and to the point when you speak and when you say things whether it's going to be about COVID or politics or where the world's going or what fires you up or an injustice you're seeing or whatever you can't control other people's reactions and that sounds obvious right it sounds obvious oh you know you can't control someone else's reaction yeah no no shit phrase duh right like of course but in the moment we forget that and we cling to this idea that we can and very often the anxiety that we feel the anxiety you feel is because you're trying to control something maybe you're trying to control a situation or you're trying to control what someone should be saying and that's why you're feeling the anxiety it's a control thing and so i recognize that in myself and i'm like how can i let that go part of me doing this podcast is i don't even really have a structure to this specific episode i'm just doing it because i know that if i just if i try to sit down and think about it too much it won't happen and part of it is just letting things go like I, there's a lot of things that i see people say and do that i know or that i'm friends with and i don't say anything not because like i want to be a wimp but i'm just like you know what i just it's just not I just can't be bothered dealing with it. Like I have more important things to prioritize my mental energy on. And if you're going down all these rabbit holes and you're being OCD and pedantic about one thing that someone said, yeah, like, oh, it stuck with me. You know, what they really said really bugged me. Dude, like you need bigger hobbies. You need to be doing more important things with your life in that instance. If that ruffled your feathers that much and you got your panties in that much of a twist, what does that say about your ability to be resilient and navigate life if you're getting that upset and that thrown off by a little comment that someone says? And so for me, I step back and I'm like, you know what? Like, sure, some of my mentors, uh, you know, like maybe when I got them, they they didn't post too much about a certain thing. And then maybe all of a sudden they start posting about the, 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 like hunting or something. And I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I don't like this. But I'm not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because of that. And this is where we get lost, is that we're too busy judging the messenger and we miss the message. And so what some people might take from that episode 51 is that I was insinuating that I want to create some type of anti-government militia and a cult where I go out there and we, we overthrow the government. Insane. I wasn't meaning that at all. What I was meaning was getting your house in order and being able to protect yourself if you're in a rural environment because you want to get away from the big cities where there's lots of crime and violence and you don't want to worry about lockdowns and you want to go into a rural setting and have a little farm and a vegetable garden, but you'll be miles away from help. You'll be miles away from police. How do you protect yourself? With a spoon and a butter knife? Like you've got to be realistic. And so that was all I was saying. That's all that I was meaning. And so people misconstrue things because they're too busy judging the messenger. And so it's the same principle often, guys. You might have heard of this guy called Andy Frisella. 
And his old podcast was called the MFCEO podcast. And I believe his real one is called Real AF. And he's very abrupt. He cusses a lot. He's, he, he gets fired up. He's very to the point. And I've shared that podcast with people before. And there, were, there are valuable lessons to the things that he says. Like he genuinely will say some things that are very wise and stoic and valuable. And they're like, oh, I couldn't listen to that. He cusses way too much. He's way too aggressive. He's this and that and the other. And I'm like, you're literally blocking yourself from getting a lesson that could change your life because you're too busy looking at the superficial stuff. You're too busy reading the wrong things. And so someone's going to shoot themselves in the foot and not get nutritional help and training help and all these other things from me that could change their life because they have one problem with something that I said that they misinterpreted. Or maybe they didn't misinterpret it and maybe they just have a problem with that period. And if that's the case, so be it. I can't change that. I'm not going to dilute myself down anymore for that. And that's just is what it is. But you're shooting yourself in the foot because all of a sudden you're not going to get all that help you could have got, right? So you've got to remember that. You're going to get people off neutrality. You're going to polarize people. And one of the things that I've had to learn along this journey is that when I don't share what's in my heart and in my mind and in my soul, you start to attract the wrong people. This is just in general. Like when you aren't all of yourself and you're not the full spectrum of your human being, you will attract the wrong people. And by wrong people, it's not that there's something wrong with them, but they're not your people. They're people that will be disturbed as soon as you say something that is polarizing. They'll be the people that will throw the baby out with the bathwater as soon as you say something that creates the expectation gap in what they think you were, right? And it's kind of like people will fill in the gaps. And so especially with social media and obviously with the podcast, right? You can hear me talk. You can see all these season episodes. You can see the stuff I post on social and you'll start to build this archetype or this this personality or this identity around who you think I am based on the, the information that you have about me. You've got to realize that I don't share every single piece of my life with you guys. And it's not because I'm hiding things away, but some of it's just not relevant. Some of it is more private, but I share a lot of things. I share a lot more than most people about my mental health and all these kinds of things and like my journey, right? Like more than a lot of people ever would. But at the same time, what can happen is when you hear these episodes, and by the way, everything I share from my post to my podcast is always 100% authentic. It's always 100% authentic. I'm never just giving you lip service and saying something that's kumbaya or peace loving, and I don't mean it. I always mean it. But I have the ability to polarize and be dichotomous, meaning I can be a highly empathic, sensitive, caring person. But at the same time, I will be a warrior if I have to be. I can flip that switch. And so that is, for me, that's embracing that dichotomy within myself and not feeling like I have to fit the specific mold or being pigeonholed into one thing or the other. But back to my point, people will fill in the gaps about who you are. And so all of a sudden, when you post something that is outside of the spectrum of what they're used to, that's when they're going to get be, that's when they're going to experience that shock and awe, or that's when they will that's when you'll get the blowback because all of a sudden it was outside of their expectation. They had this illusion or this, this construct of who you are and it doesn't match. And because of that, 
that disconnect is what causes the tension, causes the disapproval. Now, if you'd spoken more of your authentic self from the beginning, then there wouldn't be that expectation gap in the first place. Because the people that you're attracting know you in your entirety. They know all of you, or at least as much of you as you're comfortable with portraying. And so when you share things, it's not shocking to them. It's not like, oh, wow, like that was disturbing because they already know who you are. They know what you're about. They know what you stand for because it's part of your brand. And so remember this, you don't have to have a business. When I say your stand is your brand, you don't have to have a business for this to apply to you. Because remember, you are a brand. Like everything you do, you embody, everything you say, you're, you're literally a walking brand. You're a representation or you're a walking billboard for your value system. So if you're, you know, focused on improving your health as a vegan, you want to be a walking billboard for what veganism can be for people. And so remember, that is a brand. That's a billboard. You, that is your stand. And so this doesn't just relate to like your business. So I don't want you to think that you have to just, you know, if you don't have a business, that this is unrelatable. But it comes back to this idea of you don't have to fit a mold. And so this is where, this has been my biggest challenge in my own journey. Because when I first went vegan, I was like heavy in the, the vegan ethical community. And I'm still an ethical vegan alongside being doing it for health reasons and all the others. But I didn't own guns and I wasn't a, a prepper or anything like that. Nothing like that. But fatherhood and COVID illuminated to me areas that I was concerned about. And I took action on it. And I'm not going to pretend like I'm something that I'm not. And if I don't align with a lot of people in the vegan community because of that, it doesn't bother me. It does not bother me in the slightest. I will find the people that value what I have to say. I will find my tribe. And many of you guys listening, by the way, I got a really positive response from that episode 51. That's probably the best well, it is literally the, the highest amount of positive feedback I've ever got from an episode. And it was me just authentically being myself. And what, is that, what does that tell you? That yeah, it takes courage and it's, it's challenging and you're going to have blowback. You're going to have people that maybe don't agree with you or whatever. They don't think that what you're saying is rational. But the majority of people that I got feedback from was very positive. And these are a wide, diverse range of people too, by the way, vegans and non-vegans. So it wasn't just like one camp. And so understand that people will misinterpret what you say. And if that's the case, they're never going to understand anyway. You know, if you have to overly explain your position to someone, more than likely, they're already not understanding. So don't over explain yourself. That's one of the things that I'm working on and I focus on now in sharing these episodes is I'm not going to over explain myself. I'm going to say what I feel and think. And if someone has a question, I'll answer them as briefly as I can and give them as much clarity as I can. But I'm not going to over explain myself because usually if they want an in-depth dialogue and a, and a myriad of explanations, they're never going to understand you in the first place. If they have that many questions about what you said, it's usually because they don't understand your position. There's definitely an energetic currency that flows between people. Have you ever felt this when you've said something and then all of a sudden you can almost interpret what if, what the other person's going, if all the other beliefs that they have? Like they might say one thing to you like, oh, I, I do not like these mandates. 
And all of a sudden you're like best friends. Like you know everything else they're about to tell you is going to be in alignment with what you think. And it's that energy. But and, and that type of energy is beautiful. But equally, you'll you'll have that type of energy when someone is not attracted to your message. And they'll probably won't understand many of the things that you say. And maybe they understand some of it. And maybe they don't. And so realize that it's not this black and white thing, right? There's this, this shades of gray here. And there's this polarity. It's a spectrum. But understand this sort of energetic understanding, so to speak, that people have between each other, where you just know when you vibe with someone, you just can feel your tribe. And that's what I'm using as my compass. Part of it also is how can you reframe these experiences? And so what you could say is, uh, you know, I got negative feedback or I got some blowback or pushback from something that I said, you know, you, you might say something and you get some negative feedback from that, right? And so you might then have a story in your head about, okay, that was unpleasant. Therefore, I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back and sit down in the corner like a good little go- boy or girl. And I'm going to just mind my own business. And maybe that's not what's in your heart. Maybe your heart is telling you to speak. And every time someone challenges you, it's this constant crab in the bucket or this constant feel of like you need to go sit back down and sit in your place. And maybe you need to reframe it and just say, you know what? This is rite of passage. This is me earning my stripes. This is me that getting people off neutrality that I don't want to be a pasteurized, homogenized version of myself anymore because that's never fulfilling. And I want to actualize who I am as a person and attract my tribe. And it means that I'm going to have to polarize people. And it means that, yeah, sure, I'm probably going to attract a lot of people, but I will repel some as well. And that is the compass. That is the way forward. And so when you can reframe it like that, guys, it makes that tension and that uncomfortable conversation more tolerable. It makes it easier to navigate. And you don't have to have animosity towards people about it you know if someone doesn't agree with you you can you can disagree amicably you can part ways or you can you know agree to disagree peacefully and i think that is it takes skill to do that and you want to do that for your own mental well-being you don't want to escalate into conflicts whenever if if in any way shape or form you can avoid that but it comes back to this idea guys of like I was saying, you know, I just want to be me. And as that changes, I will change too. And what I say will change. It doesn't mean that, you know, my nutritional processes or my training or my psychology psychology process or the mindset processes even change. I'm very good at implementing and slotting in psych- psychological processes or mindset processes based around what the person values and likes. But at this point in time, I just want to be authentically who I am. And I want you guys to do that as well. And so if you go back and listen to episode 51 and you, and and it compels you to speak, speak. Have the courage to speak and recognize that it's a rite of passage. It's a pathway to actualizing who you are as a full spectrum human being. And people will misinterpret what you say. Remember, you can't control how people react, but you can control your reaction to their reaction. And so for me, I choose to let it go. Like, I don't want to hold on to conflict. I don't want to hold on to anything. I just watch it like a leaf floating down a river and it floats past me and then it just floats off into the distance and I just let it go and it's done and it's in the, and it's in the history books and it's gone. And the more you can do that, the less stress you'll put on yourself to be perfect and you'll just say things that come from an authentic place. 
while still entertaining this idea of dichotomy. Like, sure, I can be on one hand quite aggressive with the way I speak and quite hard-nosed and hard-lined, but at the same time, I can also be very empathetic and sensitive. I can be both of those things, and both of those things are me, inherently me. But the challenge for people is understanding that and recognizing that it's not one or the other. You know, and, and that it's not this this pick and choose thing. And for me, I have to be my full spectrum self because the reason why people might still be shocked is because I haven't shared those other aspects of me. And so they've filled in the blanks. They've filled in the gaps. They've created their own narrative around those blanks, around what they think I am. And then when there's an expectation gap created, that sense of disappointment or disapproval manifests itself. And so, guys, the message here today is if you really want to get in alignment with yourself and live a truly authentic life, start speaking your truth. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily mean getting on a podium or getting on a microphone like I am here. It might mean doing it grassroots and just having conversations behind the scenes with people and communicating like in a grassroots environment where you're just counseling people one-on-one and you're not necessarily putting yourself out there in the open. Maybe that's your your mode of counsel, your mode of sharing what you're passionate about, your mode of activism and whatever that thing is that you is valuable to you. It doesn't mean you need to get a microphone or get on Facebook and start posting statuses. It's different for each person. But for me, my calling is to share this verbally like I am with you right now. And so I want to thank you guys for such a pos- such positive feedback on episode 51. And I also want to thank anyone that doesn't agree with me because you're teaching me a lot about how I can push through the resistance regardless and how I can be unapologetic unapologetically myself and not apologize to you or anyone else for the things that I say and do having had a lot of time to think about these things. And, un- and and contemplate these things and make conscious decisions about these things and not have to over explain myself. So guys, go out there today. Your brand is your stand. Your vibe is your tribe. Find that voice. Get people off the fence. Stop being so pasteurized in your life. Create polarity, but it's going to create the good, beautiful people to find you and to come into your life. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Veg Up podcast and don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes go live. Please leave us a review and share this on social media. Tag me. Let me know what helped you. Let me know what you want to hear more of. Let's get this information out to the world. Help me do that. And be sure to email us over at fraser at evolvingalpha.com for coaching options and mentorship because if you want growth it begins here my friend